It's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 141, and it's the Great Culling episode? Uh, we're culling the bracket of nonsense. Uh, we, we've been uh, refreshing... The minor culling episode. The minor culling episode, right. Yeah, it was going to be the Great Culling episode, and now it's going to be the minor culling episode. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, hey. And we've got Mike. I'm here. I'm ready. I have a list. <laughs> and D. Very few heads will roll, but they will roll. <laughs> yes, indeed. Heads yes. will be rolling today. Uh, if you didn't listen to episode 140 of The Machine Nonsense, uh, first off, what are you doing? Go listen to episode 140. But we started the refresh of the bracket of nonsense. Uh, so way back when we had 100, we had 100, we had, well, we probably started with 100, but we had 64 characters on the original bracket of nonsense we started the great refresh by enshrining four into the hall of fame the machine of nonsense bracket of nonsense hall of fame those were tony stark george costanza leslie nope and sirius black we also nominated 20 new characters to be in the refresh so we will have to remove 16 more characters from the bracket to completely refresh it. But before we get to that, we got to start with an email, guys. We got to do it. We got to start these episodes off the right way with an email from a listener. Um, I've got one, two, three, four, six, seven. No, I've got six. I've got six emails because one's saving for a rainy day. Uh, we have six emails uh, to... To go off of, I'm gonna name you. Uh, I, I I titled each of them, and uh, you guys can pick which one we we read off today. Um, so the options are archive, MCU PU, uh, sorry, oh. MCPU. Uh, uh, it fits either way. IP is king, mashup, historic figures, or creamy Korean. Mm. Oh no. Mm, I don't like that one. Um, okay, well, we'll. I want uh, mashup. We'll crush off creamy Korean. Uh, I want mashup. mashup. I want mashup. Anyone else? Mashup sound good to you, D? Mike, Mike, you you like any of these? Creamy Korean is off, so there's still five choices. I am so terrible at like pick one of these things, and then someone, no matter what speed they rattle them off, I just I don't know. Like I just have been awful at that my whole life so uh kayla remembered one of them and i like <laughs> mashup mashup all right all right good enough good enough we'll get it we'll get to all of them eventually so mashup uh the email reads hi barbie is there another weird mashup of movies that you can think of that kind of don't make sense as a double feature but also kind of really do like barbenheimer hmm would be the perfect mashup of movies. I guess like a, we're looking for like a, a strong double feature uh, that like yeah, on the we, surface is weird, but in um, the, I, you got to start somewhere, right? So uh, we in the pre-show we talked about a Gone Girl, so maybe maybe something that would go with that, like a and what would go with Gone Girl? Something else Lard, that Lard uh, and the real girl. <laughs> Lars and the kind of like, like it. it. I kind of oh, like man. it. Um, 
something else with uh what, what's his name not sean patrick harris sean patrick harris is that his name patrick neil patrick neil harris. patrick harris yeah oh yes oh uh. so you'd have to go you know harold and kumar i guess but we're not doing that yeah not. harold and kumar <laughs> gone girl uh that that's you a go like measure. like a classic rom-com or something yeah one um, fine day uh mike Mike and me's. Oh uh, man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One fine girl, something like that. That's the mashup. Uh, gone girl, uh, gone with the wind. You know, <laughs> just just spend man. seven hours and. What gone kind of a madman came up with this email? This is terrible, or mad person, I guess. Uh, this is tough. This is tough. tough. It was such I- a hey. I was like. I had the fever. I had the Barbenheimer. I thought it was like super cool. <laughs> it was great. I mean, it was fun seeing two movies in one day. Uh, two. It's just really all, all the movies. marketing around yeah. it. I just I've, fucking I've, loved it. <laughs> I've done a double feature uh, once, and it was like Christmas Day. I was in high school, and I saw Walk the Line. And King Peter Jackson's King Kong and the, mm. <laughs> the same day. Walk the Kong, yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was I, and it was great. I loved I like both of those a lot. So that's, that's fun. It's not a bad double fun. feature. Mm-mm. Yeah, that is pretty good. Kong was- and Cash, you know, both shackled Ooh. down by stuff. You know? King Cash. I, I like it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, that's the official <laughs> mashup is Walk the Line and Peter Jackson's King Kong. Thank you for emailing the machine of nonsense. I'll um, be some more. It's fun. It's yeah, we'll fun come up with one up. randomly like 30 minutes into the episode or something. Yeah, I might. Um, <laughs> that is so, how my brain works. <laughs> uh, whoever wrote us this, um, I think this was before I asked for names and, and whatnot. Um uh, stay tuned because maybe in like episode 143 or something, we're going to come up with just a fucking beautiful mashup. Um, I, I know earlier in the year, like people were looking at uh, the release calendar and I think like saw and paw patrol were going to come out on the same day, but I think they like, yeah, it was like saw patrol, but I think they've changed dates now since, uh, but uh, I like the idea of Saw Patrol as well. I wish that would have happened. I think I think they're still close enough that you could, you know, they'll probably both be in theaters uh, at the same time. So, um, yeah, Saw Patrol. Um, that might work for you, D. Honestly, I don't know if uh, your your <laughs> clan's a, a a Paw Patrol uh, <laughs> group. Nah, we're we're mostly Bluey in this house. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. So Bluey video yeah, game announced. Blue EV, October, November, yeah. <laughs> November. Looks awesome. kind of fire, not going to lie. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah. What were we doing that we watched a couple episodes of Bluey recently, Kayla? We were in the middle of uh, nowhere at a hotel. <laughs> it was good. I, I really it enjoyed good. it. <laughs> it's, it's legit. I, I, yeah. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. They're That's, adorable. We've had two sessions. We've had two Bluey sessions already, and uh, and they've both been good. So, good old, good old Bluey. Um, once I come out with a movie, maybe we'll we'll do a mashup with with Bluey. Um, uh, Bluey Blue Velvet, something like that. Like that's yeah. Good oh, there we go. <laughs> a little little Lynch. Bluey Valentine. 
<laughs> my bluey valentine yeah i like it um all right well thank you emailer if you would like an email read on this podcast it's machine nonsense at gmail.com hit us up um we've had some some really <laughs> funny ones uh so check them check them out we'll answer them What's next? We should recap the video game draft. We've had a bunch of releases recently, a couple more on the way. Um, the current standings as they sit today, Mike's team, the quadruple triad, does lead with 105.44 points. Six games have released. He still has three more that have release dates this year, so he's going to have a total of nine. Um, I think I'm getting two of those. Okay. I don't know oh, if you get Mina. Yeah. Oh, you don't think uh, Mina the Hollower's coming out? Okay. It doesn't have a date, I guess. You're right. Yeah, but still lots of, lots of, lots of weeks left in the calendar here. Um, Aaron Second, the Sauntering Xenomorphs team. Uh, he's sitting at 103.49, so just a... Uh, Two, less than two points behind Mike at this point. He's had eight games release, and two more are expected to be released. Um, I'm in third, uh, a bit back of them. Uh, I've had eight released with two more yet to be released. Kayla is uh, in fourth currently, her team Uncharted Territory, but she has the most games still to be released four more games only six have been released at this point um so from now until the end of the year when uh, mike gets avatar frontiers of pandora gonna come down to those dirty french <laughs> <Goddamn>. <laughs> yeah december 7th we will we will know our our final winner but it's insane how i mean we've already had um what is that 16 and 12 is 28 games release um so far uh, and and we still have so many more just from the the next 3 months on on the calendar basically uh before the end of the year cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty coming out on the 26th of this month in in September then we've got Assassin's Creed Mirage Super Mario Brothers Wonder Marvel Spider-Man 2, Metal Gear mm. Solid Master Collection Volume 1, Alan Wake 2, and Jassant, all in October. Uh, we'll, we'll have a What's Coming Up in October episode oh, wow. um, soon, and that's that's a lot. In October's huge. Uh, then two more in November. We've got Like a Dragon, Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name. Uh, that's Aaron's pick there. And Super Mario RPG Remake also coming in uh, November for, for Kayla. And then, like I said, wrapping it up in December, um, we, uh, <laughs> we've we got Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, uh, the, the Ubisoft classic, uh, soon, soon to be classic there. Um, so far, uh, cool. the... We have Tears of the Kingdom, Mike's pick, and Baldur's Gate 3, both sitting at 96 on the 100-point scale. Both but of those games were worth 32 points. I think Aaron has, like, a His must be, like, a fraction better, because he has one more point mm. to his 96 than I, than I do, I, I believe. Oh, you might be right. I mean, they do do it 
like two decimal places back yeah. for like yeah. close games. Uh, so yeah, Baldur's Gate um, slightly uh, more yeah. favorable uh, than than Tears of the Kingdom at at ninety six. But um, we'll have an episode wow. about like how much quality this year has had. But yeah. other games above. 90s already we've got street fighter 6 which was uh mike's pick at a 92 mike also had a 94 for metroid prime remastered um we've got uh what we got era resident evil 4 remake for kayla was a 92 um yeah so so those are all the 90s and then 85 and up has been insane it's like every pick we've made has been like uh yeah, aside from yeah. Redfall, but uh <laughs> the biggest and the lowest why not i like it yeah why not but i mean um yeah it's just been an insane year for for video games and um and there's so many that we we didn't even get around to to drafting i mean like Baldur's gate was a, a supplemental pick when we redrafted mid-year um right and uh, you Man. know it's been just insane. I was so upset that I had to pick last. <laughs> I got two good picks, but man, I wanted I wanted Boulder's Gate and I wanted Mario. Did you yeah, hear the news that came out? I mean, so much news came out in the um the Microsoft leak, but I think one of the most interesting things that came out of that was in one of those internal emails, they were discussing like budgeting for for Game Pass games, like what they were going to to maybe uh pay for some various ga- uh games that they might put on um Game Pass and they talked about uh three games. They talked about Assassin's Creed Mirage. They said, "Oh, how much would it cost to to get that onto Game Pass?" They were like about a hundred million dollars. And then it was um Jedi Fallen Order or Jedi Survivor, Survivor. uh was they budgeted at about three hundred million to get it on onto Game Pass. And then they also talked about Baldur's Gate three. And they said, "Yeah, we could probably get it for about five million dollars, but I don't think it's going to be worth it. Uh, it's kind of a niche oh, second run, yeah, <laughs> second run game, right? Like it. Um, so it. I mean, someone's kicking themselves uh, that they didn't spend the five million dollars. The, the the rounding error uh, for Microsoft, you know, um, type of money. But uh, I, re- really I interesting. Thought that was the most fascinating." part of that for me was just knowing how much some of these exclusivity things can cost 300 million for survivor that's the whole game's budget you would think right i would think so i mean probably even more yeah i mean like yeah i mean recognition i think when they when some other like of the documents were um leaked like on sony's end and stuff i think like horizon costs like 200 million to to produce i want to say and and i would say you know survivors right there in terms of quality and budget and stuff so yeah i think like yeah you know it's crazy wild yeah it's 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 wild insight to get into like because yeah. people have always asked like okay how how is game pass profitable what are they paying for these games what you know how's that all work and stuff to but to see it written in you know dollars and cents is is interesting i mean when you're selling it you want more than your budget right i mean like you, you better pay me a little bit more right. i want to make money right. on it yeah right you you're gonna continuously make money on it i want it's just a- 400 million. <laughs> Yeah, I, I to me that that amount of like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 
you're going to the grocery store and, and shopping for fucking <laughs> franchises. I mean, so many, so many people go into making those games. Like, you got to pay them. There's so many people. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can do the back of the um, napkin math of, like, Tears of the Kingdom, right? That's a $70 game and sold, like, 10 million immediately, right? Like, so, all right, yeah. well, that's $700 million, uh, you know? You're right. Um, You're absolutely right. Kind of thing. And it's just, you know, that's an outlier. That's a huge, tremendous success. But, um, yeah. And it, when I think about that, I'm not going to put it on Game Pass. I'm going to keep selling it. So. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom you, will you be You better $70 come at me correct. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's Nintendo's Co- thing. Costco had copies of Tears of the Kingdom for like $33. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. That's wild. But uh, Microsoft, what a year! <laughs> maybe, yes. uh, maybe a maybe a disappointing year for, for Microsoft. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Um, Mostly downs. I, I think that actually yeah. segues pretty well into uh, our next segment of, of what we've been up to, because uh, I wanted to talk a little bit of uh, Starfield. Um, speaking of of Microsoft and and disappointments and stuff. Um, it's uh, it did score Kaled eighty six. No, I, I'm. It's the opposite, opposite of disappointment for me. Um, uh, I think you know a lot of people were, but it's it's sitting at an eighty six on our um our draft on our open critic draft. So more people like it than than dislike it. I think it's it's a disappointment in the sense that like it's not a ninety. It's I don't think it's one of those games at the end of the year that will be in the conversation with Tears of the Kingdom, with Baldur's Gate, maybe with Resident Evil 4 Remake or something. And I, I mean globally, like when, when, when all the IGNs get in their, you know, top 10 lists and GameSpot and all them, and, and maybe even us with the Noddies. Um, I, I don't know where, where Starfield is sitting there, but um, I got to say, like where I am, where the, the like, kind of moment i just had in the in the main story it's it's really gripping me like i, I want to play right now i want to end this podcast we're going to end it short and i want to go play starfield okay. but um no i think it's um i think it's you know it's microsoft's own fault by like mark i think they marketed it poorly they said a lot of things about like this is gonna be this big Id- space adventure um I forget the the words that they were using, but I think everyone gotten in their head that it's like, it's no man's sky. It's like, you just go off into space and you explore exploration and stuff like that. And, and it's really not, it's, it's a quest game. It's a like, get a quest from, from somebody and, and go on that quest, go, you know, to a space station and, and yeah, explore that space station. But it's, it's not this big open world thing like a Skyrim or, you know, something like that, or, you know, a tears of the kingdom where you're just in this wide open space and there's, you know, you pick a direction, you go in that direction and and you find it. It's just not that, you know? And I think that's what people were like thinking it was going to be. I think that's what the marketing around it was going, was, was um but i don't know i'm I'm having a hell of a lot of fun with it i think maybe you you might be able to get to a point where you do feel that i think that it has a lot of 
learning a lot of like things that they don't explain very well that you kind of have to it takes it's a slow go it's like once you have to figure out we still don't know how to like do shit to the ship uh but i i think once you do figure all those things out that that those people can really enjoy it but i think that it's it takes a little bit to get into it yeah i i I would agree wholeheartedly there's so many systems and it didn't do a, a great job of like breaking down maybe there's tutorials and stuff that i'm i'm missing or even just like help files that i should be like really reading and there's a billion youtube videos like if i really wanted to dig into how to build an outpost or how to upgrade the ship and you know do do those type of things but there's been enough just in like the um find an interesting person they send you on a quest that quest takes you to five different planets where you're, you know, fighting it out or having, like, I love doing persuasion checks and stuff. There's a lot of, like, um, make make choices and you can, like, not fight uh, if, if you say the right things to people and stuff. So I've, I've invested some skill points in, like, persuasion and, and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, it allows you to play different ways. You can go in guns blazing. You can try to be tactical. You can even, there's stealth options. Like, I just had a a section that was very much like uh the collector from the MCU like uh uh what Benicio del Toro right is the collector oh, mm-hmm. um uh very much that like okay he's got something important for the plot go to his spaceship uh, it's this eccentric like russian guy and you've got multiple options you just go in there and like shoot him in the face and kill all his henchmen which he's like got a a whole army with him or you can like try to hack his system and get in the vault that way or you can pickpocket the key off of him there's like three four different like options there um i went into a room i shouldn't have and uh it got real bloody real quick but uh that was my fault um but uh, <laughs> my bad I, I i didn't mean to kill all you guys <laughs> i actually didn't intend like i i've been playing it way way more like stealthy and way more like i've been trying to talk my way out of things way more than i would in in any other video game just about um but keep uh, some things on them though all but, of them yeah, all the I've things five thousand guns and i'm i'm always <laughs> willing to use them so <laughs> um yeah, they uh, recently gave me like this mini gun that is it. it you know, there's like a weight. It weighs you know? like ten pounds. I'm like, oh, why are you carrying that around? It weighs even more than that. It's like yeah, fifteen plus. And yeah, weight matters. You know, it's it's a Bethesda game, so you get over encumbered quickly. Um, but it's a mini gun, and it's it's super fun to. It's got like two hundred rounds, and it and it shoots those two hundred rounds in like five seconds. It's it's wonderful. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so Starfield, I think um, where it's sitting at, like, what did I say, 86 or whatever on, on Open Critic, I think that's kind of where where I'm at with it, too. You know, it's it's been a lot of fun. We'll see how it wraps up. I've heard New Game Plus is, like, a big deal with it. It's, like, kind of the first New Game Plus that um, Bethesda has really done, um, at least in, in the Fallout Skyrim um, realm. But... Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how, how that all goes. But um, yeah, Starfield, having a lot of fun. Uh, stars, Seas of Them. Yeah. Uh, also started that one. How deep are you into Sea of Stars, Mike? Uh, 22, 23 hours. Wow. Okay. It's been my main focus uh, since we last talked. Uh, 
game's fucking great. I, I really, I really dig it. Um, I've hit a moment that uh, is probably gonna be on my top five wow. for for moments. Maybe it was very cool. I thought, and uh, yeah, I don't know. The battle system just keeps. I don't know. They keep introducing like new wrinkles to it. And it really is like an evolution of Mario RPG to the Mario and Luigi games, which really like gave more more than just button timing, like more more tweaks to it. And this this battle system takes it over the top even even oh, more wow. than those. Uh, really, really digging it. You you guys checked it out a little bit? I've played about three hours at this point. Um mm-hmm. and uh I I've liked the battle system's tough for me because I do like a more passive like uh, JRPG, you know, like a turn like strict turn base is is I'm I'm super cool with it, or even like a ATB, you know, a Final Fantasy VI sure. or something like that. I I dig. Um, so it's been a little bit of a you mentioned it being challenging, like on one of our previous episodes, and and I yeah. do find it like a challenging battle system. Um, I haven't quite gotten the hang of i was kind of telling kayla about the um the the little numbers above like the turn order essentially of of how how your actions affect the turn order it seems i'm either not getting it or it seems like inconsistent like i'm not getting some sort of factor in it but it feels good when when i like you know you'll get those symbols above a Mm-hmm. Uh, a monster and it's like okay attack with a physical attack and a slicing attack and a moon attack and then it interrupts them or whatever else that right. feels really good to like puzzle that out of like how can yes. i get that to happen um yeah. so yeah it's it's cool i'm real bad at blocking um i'm not used to like you know timing the timing defense, a block. yeah because yeah, all the moves are like all the incoming moves from the monsters are so different and and stuff um blocking is important Oh, okay. Yeah, see. <laughs> I, I think so. Um I've definitely I die way more often to just normal battles than boss fights and stuff just because you're just fight sometimes you're fighting four fucking things, five things or something and they're all going to attack on the same fucking turn and like cuz they all have ones, you know, and fuck like if I'm not going to block perfectly like a lot of these I'm, I'm going to lose a character and the next thing you know, I'm going to lose my other, you know, it just, it it's, you need to for sure. I think. Is the party always three? Is that like the max like size? Always party? three. Okay. And do you get more characters in the, the three you start with or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm interested in, in that. I, they I are like cool. the, they're very cool. Oh, nice. I, I like the, uh, uh, Garl, the, the one eyed chef guy. He, he's, Garl he's cool. is great. Yeah, um, I, I dug his little um, and intro. I kind of, I really dig what they do, where so uh, Zale right and and Valer. This game has the worst names <laughs> in a game ever. <laughs> it trust me, I'm deep in the names get worse. Okay, okay, all right. That's tough. Garl is like fucking Shakespeare shit com- <laughs> compared to the rest. So bear with me if I shit. can't really right. even pronounce some of this shit because there's no voice acting, but there's just weird fucking names. Uh, uh, the two like main characters, like the Solstice Warriors, they're really just about 
fighting and they're not super crucial to this to, to the story and dialogue really in the moments garl is garl is put he is the one that is coming up with ideas and coming up with plans and uh i really like that how they pulled that off where yeah these characters might seem kind of stale and plain in a way but garl is the one that's like got the actual the juice you know <laughs> but when it comes to combat these two are the ones that are very interesting and have different abilities and i i, I like that that mix it's pretty highly I, recommended i i both like and have had trouble with the um the 3d elements of it or the like the depth elements of it there's a lot of going behind stuff like perspective kind of shifts in in the movement it's not just like strict 2d sometimes you're jumping down like i had i spent oh, 20 yeah, minutes yeah. one time in a mine where i'm like going into every door trying to like okay i can go here i can go here right. i can go here and not knowing what i'm supposed to do and spot. yeah there's a hole that i could jump down and and i think right. from it's my 36 year old jrpg brain where it's like well you can't do that doorway yeah (laughs) it's a doorway right it's 2d i can't there's no depth i cannot go down like that's impossible but yeah it so it's really cool like it's really impressive what they do so early on like i said i'm three hours in and i've already like shimmied through uh different little mountainscapes and i've jumped down holes and um i think there's a lot of like jumping up like ledges and stuff like that that just um didn't exist in a lot of uh of of those like snes era games um or even even like ps1 era uh, rpgs and stuff like didn't have this this sense of of depth i'd say but um that's it's been yeah a, a blessing and a curse as far as that but uh cool game cool i'm I'm gonna keep going i, I want to see it see it through uh yeah the man. the game definitely and it has a great blend of this zelda e parts where you're you're solved you're, you're not battling anything you're just solving a bunch of puzzles and it adds there's more mobility aspects that come with 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 that like like Zelda and it it gets that part even gets better of exploring stuff and knowing like oh there's something over there I could use this to to reach that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've run into a handful of pu- puzzles here and there that uh that I've enjoyed too. So yeah, I'm excited. I I like the big monsters too. So far I've I've run into like two maybe like larger size boss battles that where the monsters just fill the whole screen and stuff like that. I I love when a game does does that. So um, the monster design and boss design overall is is pretty great. I've 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 reached an area recently where I'm like, man, these things look really dumb. But not that's just the one the one time. Yeah, yeah, it's been hit or miss for me on the like regular enemies, but I've liked the the bosses so far. And um, yeah, just it's a it's such a fresh take on on like uh the genre uh really really cool there so sea of stars starfield um i'm doing a double feature with those two uh i've been in the mornings it's been uh it's been sea of stars mornings and uh starfield nights uh, more or less Ooh. um starfield nights <laughs> uh, sea of star days yes 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 
<laughs> see, see, that's why we, that's why we have them, folks, uh, for the music. Uh, D, what, what you been up to, man? Just slowly indoctrinating my family into uh, One Piece. Oh, nice, Dick. nice. How far are you guys? Uh, we're about uh, me and Wifey are in episode seven, so we're about oh, to sweet, sweet last episode. Uh, so I've gotten through most of everything. Uh, and then last night with the kids, we got to episode five, no, six, I think. No, no, it's five. Is this the live action or this the is the live action? This oh, is the live cool, action. Cool. So I've got, if I can get them through the live action, I can trick them into watching. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's what Tomas did, apparently. So. <laughs> that's a decent strategy i think that's the probably the best strategy at this point now of like oh if you like these characters here here's a thousand uh more adventures that they go on like you know like hell yeah yeah my my oldest lily she's been uh pretty reluctant to one piece and uh (laughs) yeah but she watched the live action i said you see this dynamic this is not too far from the original so (laughs) That's cool. So I've been doing that. Um, not not really much in the video game sphere. I've downloaded Sea of Stars. I've been staring at it all week, <laughs> but I've been I've Ooh. been I've been busy uh, commuting. My commuting is a little bit longer these mm-hmm. days. So, um, so that uh, just kind of you know. What'd you uh, pick it up on the Switch? Uh, I have it on the PS4. Oh, okay, because, cool. Because of the PlayStation Plus. Hell so. yeah. Oh, sick. Hell yeah. That's that's how I did it too. That's why I'm playing PS5. Yeah. I think it's a really I think it'll look much better on a TV than than on handheld. Yeah. It's it's a yeah, pretty I was, con- I was considering on the Switch since I have been not home as much. Uh but I really kinda want the classic feel of sit down. Sure play an rpg have some snakes right <laughs> i imagine it looks good on the uh the oled switch i bet like in, in oh yeah you know i bet you sure, it looks good probably. on that but um Maybe. who's got those you know i do we have one in the house but i don't get to i don't get to play that one <laughs> y'all bougie people <laughs> i want to mention that play on my ps5 on my big tv <laughs> First world problems, but I want to name uh, uh, mention another game that came out recently, uh, Party Animals, which I played a, a little bit of. Oh. Um, this was like the Xbox kept showing it in like all of their kind of recent conferences. It's like Gang Beast mixed with Fall Guys. We talked about it on our September ah. episode. Yeah. Um, and it is that. It is exactly that. It does not have like the local aspect that. Uh, Gang Beast has. Mm-hmm. We were kind of disappointed with that. That is sad. Um, but we did jump in to some matches. It's it's like uh, ten total. You're you're partnered up with someone, so it's it's five duos basically. Mm. And it's you know you're you're voting for a map uh, out of three maps. You might get like an ice ice patch that bright breaks as you're fighting on it, you know, and pushing and punching and headbutting and stuff, or <laughs> you're in like a, uh, 
some kind of big wind tunnel type thing. And there, there's a lot of heavy objects that you can hold on to that you need to hold on to at certain times, or you're going to get lifted up and sucked into like this black hole thing or something. Oh, huh. uh, sick. And it's, it's pretty cool. Even like, even if you die though, it has like a Mario Kart 64 aspect where you can, uh, there's like five coins that are slowly filling up. And like, if you get to five, you can buy a bomb if and throw it out there onto the battlefield or you could buy a banana peel for three coins mm -hmm. or a fish to just throw out there and someone can slip on those things or use them as a weapon or um it, it's pretty neat it has that whole like uh living game kind of currencies mm -hmm. on top of more currencies to buy cool costumes and let me tell you every animal it starts you off with like 10 and then you kind of can slowly start unlocking more animal outfits and they all look great. Oh, They're wow. all <laughs> very good. Um, my favorite is uh, there's a like after you level up once you get like this cow and it looks it's like orange. <laughs> and it just looks so good. There's a great otter and a cat. Uh, the bunny is really great. They're all great. They're all great. Would you ever spend money on like a uh, like a licensed skin? Oh, like like a Daffy Duck or something, or I don't know, like literally that kind anything. Of... You know, uh, the fucking Solid Snake. I don't know. Oh, like not in any game in general. Well, on on party animals, party, like, animals? Or party yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have to really get into it. I don't. I don't know if I'm ever gonna pick it up again. But it was kind of. Uh, fun. <laughs> I had some cool moment. We were fighting like on a big uh, rope bridge mm. and you're trying to, the first team to win three crown to win around three rounds uh, wins. So you're doing multiple, multiple rounds. And one of the rounds started off that bridge snapped one side right away. Mm. And it was really neat. Cause you, everyone had to like, hold on and we're just shimmying along this broken bridge and kicking at each other. And it, it was pretty cool. Like the, the levels are kind of dynamic that way uh, where you, you never know what could happen at the, the exact start of a, mm -hmm. or at, at any point. So you said it's duos. Kind of cool. you, you like have to be squatted up with, with someone else. It seemed that way. Yeah. Okay. I, that's, there, there's not a lot of options. There's quick match and private match and the, the store. <laughs> and that's, that's it. So, yeah. Cause uh, yeah, I went, it's probably on PC too. We could probably squat up Kayla and uh, check it out and see. Cause I, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, be with a rando, you know. But uh, yeah, party animals. That that seems really fun. I'd I'd like to check that out. No local though. You said no local co-op. I don't think so. It's kind of a bummer because all silly. the kids were excited. Yeah. Like they thought we. It were just seems like the perfect game to do that. Yeah, maybe that's coming later, but. That'd be cool. This seems like, nah, we want your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's really, I mean, it's Game Pass, so, like, if it's real successful, yeah. you know, maybe they'll invest some some work into it, get some local co-op and that'd be stuff sweet. like that. Yeah. That'd be great. But, um, yeah. Like check that quickly out. on the TV front, Res Dogs. Same. Uh, Same. Uh, very, very excellent. Uh, there's only one episode left. We just had the penultimate. We have uh, two. Very good. Okay. Okay. We've not seen nine, but we just we literally just watched eight before this episode. Yeah. Nine is is really great. Uh, try to go in knowing as little as possible. Good. 
Uh, Fiona and Cake has been really great. Um, uh, watch some. We're in spooky, scary season. Uh, I've seen Cobweb. Highly recommend that. Very like haunted house kind of movie with Lizzie Kaplan and Anthony Starr. Uh, watch Skinnamarink for the first time. That came out a few like during the pandemic. Uh, very weird. Uh, I I kind of think about Skinnamarink all the time <laughs> since I've seen it. Did you have to rent that one? Is that like a renter? It was on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. I'm I'm, uh, I'm gonna watch that definitely. Cobweb. Uh, I think I did have to rent that. I think that was like a five ninety nine joint. Um, highly, I recommend both of those if you're if you need something new for Halloween season. Uh, and uh, we started. It's new on Hulu. Uh, no one will save you. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Yeah. Uh, that seems pretty good. We only watched like half of it last night, and uh, kind of that's another one. Kind of going, knowing as little as possible. It stars. I forget her name. She was from Booksmart. Caitlin Deaver. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh. It's interesting. There's a gimmick. Uh, I will. I will say. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we started spooky season as well. Me and Kayla went uh, and saw Haunting in Venice. Uh, we used our Whoa. AMC bonus bucks. Uh, which yeah, is, it only cost us two dollars to yeah, see it. it so okay. Yeah. Was it yeah. was it worth the two dollars? Oh, I think it was worth the two dollars. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it would have been worth. We only do matinees, or we try to only do matinees. So um, mm. I think I would have still enjoyed it at the the regular matinee price. Maybe not at the midday, you know, price or the the the, the non matinee price. price the mm-hmm. evening price, yeah. But um, yeah, it's I, definitely I, like at home too. Like it, it's if mm. if you don't gotta pay for it, it's it's fine. You know, it's who done it. So you guys have seen all three of the Kenneth Branagh Agatha Christie movies, right? Yeah. Let's yes. rank them. What, which ones? Rank the three, please. I'd love to know your ranking, Kayla. Um. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to help me out with some of their names. <laughs> there was uh, Death on the Nile and the Orient, Orient Express, Express, Murder on the Orient Express, and Murder Haunting. on the Orient. Yeah, in Venice. Yeah. Hmm. Um. She loves them. She she has yeah, solved well, all three. Okay. Do no, I not? I'm kidding. I shouldn't give this any thought. I should just work no, wham bam. No no no. Okay. I thought I thought I to me I I Death think on the Nile. Are, I'm different. Where I'm always thinking about it, and I I guess I think people always are thinking about the same things that I'm, <laughs> like listening. Well, we just things. watched it yesterday. It, it, we should have given it some thought afterwards. It it, it is a fair uh, fair my point. Bad. But I, I didn't mean to, I my didn't first mean thing. Throw that would in. be uh, Death on the Nile, Murder on the Orient Express, and then this one. Wow. Okay. Third. This one is third. Some, okay. Someone's got to be third. Yeah. That's funny. I, I might have them in, in reverse order almost. Um, and Gal Gadot, you know, I can't just, just like looking at her. She was very charming too in, in Death on the Nile. Um, Gadot, I should say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gadot. Yeah. Is it Gadot? I think it is, like, I think so, yeah. It's been mispronounced for, like, ten years, so I think it's one of those things, like, like Kleenex, where, like, everything's a Kleenex, you know? Oh, Um, gotcha. I thought I've been, I I thought you were telling me that it's not Kleenex, it's like... (laughs) 
Well, I mean, it's not Kleenex. Once everyone gives something the wrong name long enough, it just becomes the thing, yeah. you know. Like, but yeah, I think I think it's Gal Gadot. I think technically, okay. um, but uh, but and, and probably you know it's supposed to be said even with more inflection and and all that. But no, she she's great in in Death on the Nile. Um, and I. I like all of these movies very, like, I think they're very similar. You had a trouble kind of ranking them, Kayla. I think they're all kind of, like, fun Friday night watches. I don't know that I'd recommend anyone to, like, oh, you got to go out to the theater and see, like, the, the Kenneth Branagh, Agatha Christie movies. It's like, no, do you like right. a whodunit? Do you like, a, a like, a charming cast of, of, like, characters and stuff? Like, this one had, like, Tina Fey was was really, like, interesting, doing some kind of, like... I would say unique things um, with a little Tina Fey, Tina Fey flair. She's got like a interesting accent in it and stuff, but, uh, but I like Kenneth Branagh's uh, uh, Hercule Poirot. Hercule? I, I do yeah, too. Yeah. I, I think he's just, he's cool. He's like um, quirky, you know? And, um, and, and, and like, I think I might like this one the most because I've now been with that character three times. Um, and this takes place 10 years after, like, he's retired, and it's 10 years after the events of Death on the Nile, and, um, and he's kind of, like, beaten down a little bit, and, and he doesn't want to, like, solve this, like, most recent murder and stuff, he's kind of getting roped into it, and, uh, I like that, I like that it's kind of building a little bit of a, a universe or, or whatever, um, so that, that might be why I, I like this one the best, um. And then, yeah, I think I like Murder on the Orient Express, uh, Murder on the Orient Express, uh, second most, and then Death on the Nile probably third. But um, they're all very like, you know, kind of they're the same right? Yeah, you know, they're all like sevens. They're all like fun, just movies to to sit and watch. I think. Um, but cool. uh, yeah, yeah, started spooky season. This is the only one that is any spooky. This is like a haunted house movie, essentially. Like it's set in Venice and. Um, uh, Hercule's kind of roped into this party that he doesn't want to go to, and um, there's he what? is he goes to a seance after a Halloween party at a haunted house. <laughs> so let's just say he was yeah. he was working. He was looking, but yeah, <laughs> but you know, he at least said he didn't want to be there. You know, um, but uh, yeah, it. Uh, so that's the setup, and it's it's a fun setup, and there is some like there's some supernatural stuff or like. Is it really supernatural, you know, going on? Um, yeah. And uh, Scooby-Doo. It, yeah, it's cool because it's a big haunted house in, in Venice. And um, I don't know if this one was like sh- shot in Venice. I know the second one was kind of like panned for like, ah, that's not actually Egypt or whatever. Um, it looked like it was in Venice. It, it had some cool like shots of, of Venice and it makes me want to go there. So I don't know. Um, uh, between that and, and Spider-Man Far From Home or whatever. Uh, Venice. Uh, what else? Uh, Res Dogs. Yeah, we said eight uh episodes, and um, that's an interesting pairing with we also just finished um this fool. Um, I think those are two kind of very similar shows. Um, and for whatever reason, Res Dogs has been hitting me a little more like emotionally. Um, I think they're both like mostly yes. just like fun watches and like a fun cast of characters and like insight into different like you know ethnic groups and stuff like that like un- unique uh things about those worlds but something about like 
this is the now the third and final mm-hmm. season of Res Dogs. Like it's um there was a scene in episode what was Real it good. seven, Kayla, that like I I was mentioning this morning, um a scene on a bridge that like really I was like, Oh man, okay. Yeah, this is this is this is hitting for me. Um and uh every fucking episode this season <laughs> is real good. This has oh, been like my favorite season of it. Yes, I don't I don't want I want to save certain feelings, <laughs> but it has been very good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So go out and go out and see Reservation Dogs. It's uh, it's good. Um, and I think three is probably going to be the right amount of, of seasons for it. It seems like it's really wrapping everything up really well uh, as far as that goes. Um, anything else, Kayla, that we we've been up to? I don't think so. Kayla's going to go deep into spooky season. She's got uh, Resident Evil 4 remake and Dead Space remake uh, in Dead. Uh, in, in, uh, yeah, Dead in Sites. Yeah. I, and, uh, I might play uh, Separate Ways, uh, the 801 oh, uh, DLC. I need to play that soon. Yeah. I think um, it's getting great reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, spooky season almost almost upon us. We're starting early. We're starting early. September starts it for spooky season. If that's all, we can get to the bracket of nonsense. Speaking of Leon Kennedy. <laughs> hey, there it goes. We so, might be adding him today. Let's see. <laughs> the mini culling oh, of the bracket of nonsense. Um, episode 140, we nominated uh, our four Hall of Famers, Tony Stark, George Costanza, Leslie Nope, and Sirius Black. We also nominated 20 new members to add to the bracket of nonsense. Here's a recap of those 20 new additions. Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII, Zoro from One Piece, Ken from Barbie, Naru from Prey, Logan Roy from Succession, Thorfinn from Vinland Saga, Charles Xavier from the X-Men, Ted Lasso from Ted Lasso, John Wick from John Wick, Robo from Chrono Trigger, Ice King from Adventure Time, Leon S. Kennedy from the Resident Evil franchise, Fleabag from Fleabag, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty, Rick Dalton from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Buggy the Clown from One Piece, Sean Michaels from the WWE. <laughs> Mike is shaking his head very rapidly. Uh, no ho Hank to uh, for uh, no Hank from Barry. Uh, Evelyn Wong from Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Jennifer Walters, She Hulk. Um, Tatiana Mislani's birthday was yesterday. Uh, Happy birthday, Tatiana! I love you. <laughs> yes. What a what yes, a we do. Not in a weird way. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> only slightly weird you know right important important to make the distinction make the distinction <laughs> so with the four hall of famers taken away from the original bracket and 20 needing to be added we need to make 16 additional cuts um so we've had some some scheduling issues uh so only four of us can make it on this one so i think four cuts today we nominate four and make four cuts uh, to get it down to 12 more that need to be made, and we'll do that on a subsequent episode. Um, I think the best way to maybe break it down is to remind everyone who was in each bracket. Uh, so we had four brackets. We had the Leslie Note bracket, the Tony Stark bracket, the Magneto bracket, and the Rust Cole 
bracket, Leslie Nope bracket, consisted of Leslie Nope, a Hall of Famer at this point, already off the list, Clementine from Telltale's The Walking Dead, Mario, uh, if you know him from the Mario Brothers, Alucard from Castlevania, Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood, Mabel Pines from Gravity Falls, Doman Kashu from G Gundam, Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z, Cliff Booth from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Aloy from Horizon, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, Ellie from The Last of Us, Solid Snake from Metal Gear, Big Boss, also of Metal Gear fame, and Walter Kovacs from Watchmen. Uh, a couple of those, uh, you know, stand out as uh, potential cuts for me. Um, but uh, let's get to the Tony Stark bracket. Tony Stark's a Hall of Famer, of course, mm. so he's off the list. Uh, spent a lot of time <laughs> talking about Tony Stark. Um, we also had The Joker from The Dark Knight, Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men, Willow Rosenberg from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Adrian Veidt from Watchmen, Joel Miller from The Last of Us, Phil Dunphy, Modern Family, Nathan Drake from Uncharted, Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop, Locke from Final Fantasy VI, don't come for Locke, I'll get you. Ben Wyatt, Parks and Rec, Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers, Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece, Hank Scorpio from The Simpsons, Gollum from Lord of the Rings, the game you all know and love, and <laughs> Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. Uh, what a girl. She was. Magneto bracket consisted of Magneto, not a Hall of Famer though, didn't, didn't make the Hall of Fame, uh, from X-Men, Terrence Fletcher from Whiplash, Undying the Undying from Undertale, Jim Dangle from Reno 911, Yennefer Vengerberg from The Witcher 3, Guts of Berserk fame, Sayori from Doki Doki Literature Club, remember her? Thanos from the MCU, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, Harry Dubois from Disco Elysium, Ingrid Thorburn from Ingrid Goes West, Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones 2, Game of Thrones characters, guys, uh, Lilu Dallas from The Fifth Element, Sirius Black from Harry Potter, The Hall of Famer, uh, Pippin from The Lord of the Rings, and Lou Bloom from Nightcrawler, the, uh, I don't know, he, he went far. He was, uh, he was a Cinderella story of our last bracket, I would say. Um... Russ Cole was the next bracket, uh, and Russ Cole was uh, on that bracket from True Detective, Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars, Bender from Futurama, Mayor Sheehan from Mayor of Easttown, May Borowski from Night in the Woods, Kratos from God of War, Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction, Jolie Bindo from Knights of the Old Republican. Republican. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've said too many names, folks. Uh Jolie Bindo from Kotor. Uh from now on, I'm gonna say Kotor. There you go. There you go. Save yourself. Uh, Tokashiro Surumi from Golden Kumai. Kirby, uh of Kirby fame. Erdnot Rex from Mass Effect. Ellen Ripley from Alien, the boss from Metal Gear, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Peter Parker from the MCU, and George Costanza, the Hall of Famer and eventual winner of the inaugural bracket of nonsense. Oh, Jordy. 64 names. A uh, couple of um, things I noticed. We had three from the Metal Gear uh, franchise. I think that was the, the largest uh, There's franchise. three from Parks and Rec. 
Our, oh, yeah. did we have three? Okay. Ron, Ben, Ron, and, ben and Leslie. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so those are some some early trends to maybe think about. Uh, are they too much representation of a particular franchise? Maybe. Voting to take Jennifer off that fucking list. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect Yen to be. Stay late, I don't like Yen. <laughs> okay. In all okay. forms, I think. I think she hates her from the uh, show. From the that was a, a Ryan pick, I believe. That was a Ryan pick. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I'm a Trist fan. I, I'm not saying that that really has to be my first vote or anything. It just, I just thought it was funny because <laughs> I'm, I'm a Trist. I'm, an, I'm, I, I'm pro Trist. I, I have a nomination. Okay. Okay. I like all it. All right. An olive branch. So listen up, all of you. Ryan, Aaron, Tomas, all of you. Uh, I wanted Rick Dalton to be on the list. So I am I am fine with uh, eliminating Cliff and swapping in uh, Rick myself. Wow. That is mm. a that's an aggressive uh, first move. Um, I, I love the philanthropy of it. That's very uh, very nice of you. Um, what's the most philanthropic thing that I can do? Um, that would be I don't know. Almost call it like Rust Cole or something, but Ripley, that ain't man. happening. Ripley, yeah, would be. I I, I don't feel like losing Ripley. Um, right. <laughs> let me. But find... Cliff Cliff is great. He did well in the tournament. He's Tarantino's John Wick. We're going to have John Wick, you know, in there. And I I think Cliff is cooler than Rick, but Rick is is more interesting and deserves uh, a place in the bracket. So I would say my philanthropic pick, if we're being real nice here, I I struggle no, to really fight for... I think it's it's a nice thing uh, to do if, if we can. It maybe make... It'll make subsequent callings... A little easier, I think. So it's decent to start start high and go low, maybe. Um, I think I had trouble uh, really fighting for Solid Snake um, the, the last time. Um, I think there was a little more love for, for both Big Boss and The Boss uh, in the Metal Gear. Um, I, I thought Solid Snake was, was going to, you know, carry the day. I'm a big Solid Snake fan, but... Snake I- is, is really cool. <laughs> He's really cool, but there's not a lot there beyond the cool. So whereas the other two have it, I think. Uh, so we're just getting rid of all the cool characters, the Cliff Boots yeah, and cool, Solid cool Snakes. Of the world. It's kind of, kind of. Damn. I'll, I'll. Uh, I'm highlighting Solid Snake and Cliff Booth at this time. Um. And we can we can keep the conversation going. Uh, well, see, D as... can't can't get in on that type uh, of action. I, I think D can get like, on any D kind of action. Nominate. It's all yeah, open, please. all open for D. Yes. Yeah. We're just destroying the Leslie Note bracket, though, because uh, Le- <laughs> Leslie Note, Hall of Famer, Cliff There's Booth, good. and Solid Snake were all in randomized. Those brackets are gone. Those brackets. Right. Don't- don't we exist. will be re-randomizing uh, lists. Yeah, these people aren't. So, Go ahead. I hate to start with this suggestion. Do it, because like, but uh, I think Bender bending Rodriguez uh, has has to go. He has to go. 
He's not with these big dogs. Shit. He can't. He can't <laughs> bend it. He can't bend it like them. Man, oh, man. Tomas is gonna gonna whip you at. No, I'm gonna... look. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna save Tomas, I gotta sacrifice somebody. Oh man! <laughs> so I wonder if Tomas, if if he had that Sophie's <laughs> choice in front of him of Domonkashu or Bender, uh, what he would pick. Oh, I think I know exactly what he would pick. <laughs> I think he would stick with his boy Bender. Uh, man, come out fucking for for blood. <laughs> That's right. I, on, in all honestly, I'm with you. He's so with him. I wasn't going to do that, but you did it. And I, I okay. mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of big dogs on this list, and uh, I love Bender, but he he got some dimensions to him, but not as many as these not as many as these other people on this list. Man, he's he's gonna he's gonna get kicked midway anyway. That that was my gut feeling there. He did get taken out first round. Yeah, yeah. Who got who got Bender? Let's see. Oh, May Borowski knocked him out in the first oh, round. Yeah, she did. Okay. <laughs> Okay. May okay. Day. I highlighted Bender. Uh Kayla, are you was that more of a joke mm-hmm. or are you sticking with Yennefer? As... It, it wasn't it was a joke. It was just the first thing that, that came to mind. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't take my Republican uh slip up to me and that Jolie Bindo, I think. I had I had a few I'm I'm just gonna share some of my suggestions. I had whatever girl from book club game. Ah, Doki uh, Doki. Sayori, apparently. Yeah, Sayori, uh, yes. I had Frank Dubois. I had I forgot that it was Henry <laughs> Dubois. And I just have Kotor. I had I had no idea what the, the person from <laughs> That's really good. I will say so in the in the the Sayori and Love and, and Hen and Harry Dubois uh Oh it's like, <laughs> realm. <laughs> Yes, it's not Frank, it's not Henry, it's not any, any other name. Mr. Dubois. Um, I will say that Sayori's a, an actual character, if I remember the conversations around Sayori, and Harry is, a, is an RPG character, meaning you get to shape who Harry is. Like, he's your main character, yeah. he's, your, he's your avatar, so your Harry and my Harry might be two completely different people um and that doesn't is that, to a, the, is that a con though i don't know i yeah. mean because then you could just be like oh the dovahkiin like I, I i personally when i was thinking of like oh no. who do i want to add or yeah, something yeah you can't do that i didn't go with any sort of like rpg type characters because then you know yeah, it's I, my story you know i would have put my commander shepherd like specifically <laughs> but i didn't want to do that from mass effect you know right. even rex, though even though rex is a perfectly well-deserving character in his own right but. he's got his own uh, whole arc that is his own that everyone gets to kind of right. see unless they kill him <laughs> um, it's hard because I just think about like, ooh, I want to like mix it up, you know. I want, I want it to be a new Fresh. bracket. It will be, but because there's gonna be twenty, them, twenty new ones. So right, some of them are so good. I love Phil. I love Phil Dunphy. But like, do I, do I, do I trade Phil for Noho Hank? 
do I do I I, I like that kind of thought line that Mike had, right. but Mike come. It's not as easy as a switcheroo of Cliff and Rick. Yeah, I think some of the conversations might come down to like archetypes and stuff, you know, like Phil Dunphy versus Bob Belcher, you know. Yeah, do two... I do I just want to take them both out? No, oh. hell no. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You're taking too much. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if we wanted to, we have four nominations at this point. We have uh, Henry, Harry, Frank Dubois uh, of Disco Elysium fame. We have Bender. We have Cliff Booth. And we have Solid Snake, all all highlighted on, on my list. Um, some heavy hitters there. Um, I would, you know, at least three of those are real fucking heavy hitters. Um, and one's from a game that is like sitting on Metacritic as one of like the the greatest video games of all time. So, um, you know, respect to Harry as well. Um, is that enough? Is that is that the four? Uh, do we have any complaints about those being the four? No. No, that means we're we're gonna do twelve more. Twelve more. I'd like to get you know as many of us uh, you know at least like. Tomas would be nice to have back uh, on, but I, I'd love to get all seven of us, uh, if we could, um, to, to get, you know, to, to knock off 12 more there so that it feels like we're all part of the, the conversation. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, I hate to be like, oh, Tomas is gone. Get him out of here. Fuck Tomas. Yeah, get Jennifer out of here. Get her out of here. Well, that's Ryan's. Uh, get the Republican Jedi out of there. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest about the Jedi Order, it's pretty fucked up. It's yeah, I bet you Jolie's. But but I think Jolie's home, like homeboy the, is not we have a, Jedi. a lot of Jedi representation on this. We do, uh, we do as well. Well, we have a lot of uh, actual not Jedi representation, just Star Wars. True, true, true. Yeah, I don't think we have a single actual, uh, yeah, full fledged fi- final Jedi actually. Because I think right. uh, Aaron said Jolie Bindo was like very much like a great Jedi, kind of like the proto Ahsoka, it almost feels like. Uh, if they're Jedis, come on, let's not, let's not be. Fuck the Jedi Order. Watch Ahsoka, Mike. It's not, it's not all the same, man. You just got to understand. I have to watch it. There's so much added for her now. Like, I, I got to mm, at so least good. have that, that bit, yeah. you know, of knowledge to go yeah. in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Episode five. It's good. Um, mm. All right, there's going to be hard cuts. So, like D said, I feel like even maybe Bender wouldn't have like if if we had Tomas here today, maybe he wouldn't have like snipered his boy like today. But maybe Bender doesn't make the final like 64 anyway, right? Um, so so I think the four we got like me and Mike went really you know um humble. We're very humble people, and and we picked so our the characters we Jack actually love. Out. Yeah, and um, you know, and you. Guys I know. I felt like I mean. should take somebody off off of you know my my original team, but you know, Tony Stark, Leslie, and Sirius. I'm pretty sure we're all mine that already got taken <laughs> off the board. <laughs> oh, it's you a little some different. Good, good vote, Kayla. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's, it's a little different than like voted off the island versus voted into the Hall of Fame, but uh, you know, <laughs> they don't get to play. the The point is, they're not playing. Oh, good. I right. get pe- pieces taken off the board. All right. I, so, I you do not have to 
nominate any of yours. I think there's pl- going to be plenty. Mm-hmm. Well, not plenty, but most of our 12 I, I see can be, you know, taken without yeah, hurting I, feelings uh, kind of thing. I, I think I think you know it's fun just to have like a representation kind of a little bit from all of us and and what oh of course what the machine I, nonsense I, is I guess I I did not think that three of the four were from yours and that that <laughs> that's uh that's a bummer you know I I, I feel you I, so. I do want to say that um I you know I'm not a, a George obsessed lover but I have followed Seinfeld attic on Instagram and little little pieces of George I like more just just little clips of him that that's, I get to see in my feed that's what is you good carry with you for the rest of it your is. life or just little little Georgeisms I like him yes. I like him I like him better uh, that way <laughs> uh, I I have no, I have no qualms with with our with our champion. Elaine's still better though. Why didn't you add her? <laughs> I would have. I would have rocked with you with Elaine. I really <laughs> tried for when we were making like this refresh. I really tried to find like newer New things stuff. that have come out since then. Sure, sure. Or new to me. Gotcha. All right, guys, we have called four more. From the original bracket, Cliff Booth, we loved you, but you are no more from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Solid Snake from the Metal Gear franchise, you're gone. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Bender, Bending, Rodriguez, see ya later. And uh, from Futurama, you aren't familiar. And uh, Henry, Harry, Frank, Dubois from uh, (laughs) Disco Elysium. (laughs) Maybe you can name him whatever you want. He's an RPG character. Uh, he's gone, but not forgotten. Just his name. Um, and we will have to make 12 more cuts to bring the bracket of nonsense into the modern age. Uh, we will do that soon. Maybe as soon as episode 142 of The Machine of Nonsense. Um but that's it for episode 141 of The Machine and Nonsense. If you've got thoughts about the bracket and nonsense uh, or anything else, hit us up on social media or on Facebook, Twitter, or X, if you will, uh, Instagram. Um, uh, how goes the TikTok, D? Uh, I, know, uh, I know that that was a, a thing that was discussed a little bit. Well, are we getting on I mean, the talk? Uh... Uh, maybe we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so, still getting the feelers out on that one. Uh, we'll, uh, see. we'll see. So, you hear her friend first. Uh, D's gonna start a TikTok for us, <laughs> and um, you know, hit us up on there. Tons of tons of great content, I'm sure. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, in other ways, namely, uh, voicemail. Uh, there's, yeah, well, there's voicemail. Anchor.fm/slash/machine/nonsense. But what I was getting at was email. Uh, we read an email off on this and every future episode. We will read an email off. Um, we've also done a mailbag episode. We want to hear from you. Machine Nonsense at gmail.com is the address. Send us anything weird, wacky, funny, uh, thoughts on the, the programming. It doesn't matter. I'm going to read it regardless. There's someone named the Creamy Korean who sent us one, you know, and it, 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 it's going to get it's going to get read eventually. So, um <laughs> That's Let's do that nonsense. one next. Let's lock that, that in. The next one, we're gonna lock that in. So, episode one forty-two. Whoever you are, creamy Korean, listen up. 
Hope you're listening to this one. Hopefully you didn't stop like 20 episodes ago when I uh, you know, started the email address. But uh... <laughs> They heard our disgust in the opening and then just <laughs> deleted their podcast app off of no. their phone. Yes. No. Um, I haven't said it in a while, but go ahead and uh, like rate us, review us, do, do those kind of things on all the apps. We're on Absolutely. Spotify, Apple. We're on them all. I think there's like eight different apps that we are uh, a part of. And if I think if you search uh, Machine of Nonsense on your app, even if we aren't per- published there, you can like pull us in. So we're on everything. Um, I don't know. That's it. Check us out. We're, we're out and about. Uh, episode 141. That's a wrap. We're getting out of here, and we're saying lists. Checking them twice. Goodbye, Cliff. Any last words for Bender, D? (laughs) Mercilessly murdered him. We put the clamps. We put the clamps to Bender. (laughs) We put the clamps to him. Uh. Goodbye.